Hello everyone and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast. This week we are fair-weather friends celebrating summer gaming, taking a nostalgic trip back to seasons spent on our consoles, six weeks of responsibility-free button mashing and dishing out hot game recommendations for the UK's spicy weather. Enjoy! Hello everybody, welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, where this week we are heating things up with a summer special. Are you ready guys? Oh, oh now I am after that build up. Yeah. I'm sick of the heat if I, I'm I if I'm being perfectly it. honest with yeah. you, Ash. So yeah. I'm gonna be cooling things down. Oh. Well, he's gonna be keeping it cool. He's like Mr. Freeze from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice, Ice Age! <laughs> Yeah. Not factually correct. No, actually, that's not what not, killed the dinosaurs. Sure. Anyway, but sorry, I've derailed summer. I thought it was a meteor. That's quite hot as well, the meteor, and that's what we're going to be crashing into, into this hot content. Oh, I'm going to try and continue this metaphor. <laughs> like an asteroid. <laughs> yeah, with an yeah. asteroid into the hot crust of the Earth. Nice. No, the hot crust isn't hot. The hot no. core of the Earth. Yeah, that's where it gets there we to, go. There it's we such go. Powerful asteroid. I think you landed that. Like a meteor yes. crashing into the earth and destroying an entire ecosystem. Yes. yes. So, on that high note, let's move on to the names that I shall bequeath you for this here podcast because... It's the best bit of the podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, it's the best bit. It happens two minutes in. You can stop listening after this. So, no, please don't. <laughs> the, the names for this week are based on the current hotness that is happening right now, as well as the summer vibes that we're going for with this podcast. Talking about summer gaming, kind of the nostalgia of growing up with games and having that big summer where you can play them. It's basically just a little fun summer holiday special. So... I went for names that are inspired by like sunny weather and that era. So I'm really, I'm really excited for these. So mine is the weakest of the bunch. So you can get your, oh, out of the way now. <laughs> fern ash, like a furnace. Yeah. 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 Because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done. It's like a fern ash out here. That's what you'd say. <laughs> you go outside and it's really warm. Oh, it's like a fern ash. Next. Heat Dave. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. I like that that's one. Pretty cool. yeah. Yeah. That's good. I might nice change my PSN one. name to that. Yeah? That's heat pretty, Dave. Yeah. Heat Dave. We are currently Woo. experiencing a heat day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's very cool, ironically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Heat Dave. Oh, heat thank Dave. You. Okay. Rosie? It's Rosie Ting out here. Like roasting. Roasting. <laughs> <laughs> It's Rosie Ting. Rosie Ting. I'm oh. Rosie Ting. It always makes me happy because it makes me think of a roast dinner. Yeah, so, exactly. And I love roast dinners. You're a yeah. delicious Rosie t- dinner. <laughs> Rosie t- dinner. The worst food for the summer, but I still, I won't be stopped. No, neither will. My mum always says, you're not going to get the same potatoes because it's a, like it's a different time of year. And I'm always like, I don't care, mum. <laughs> Give me the roast potatoes, <laughs> please. Like, I can't eat a roast dinner in the summer. You're not trying hard enough, well, Rob. Oh, that's so... Oh, just roast dinners all year round. Yeah, a little bit yeah. crazy. It's like a, the warm, hearty thing you eat in the winter. There's nothing better than a roast dinner on a cold Sunday afternoon. I agree. I'm not saying it's the roast dinner at its finest. I'm just saying it's still great. Yeah. It's still my probably one of my favourite. Well, mm. it is in my top three. I like a, a casserole in summer as oh. well. Mm. We should challenge like a chef to make a like a summer version of a roast dinner. Oh, they like just a put salad barbecued on it. roast dinner or oh. something. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's that's interesting. Barbecue, okay. okay yeah. 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 Uh, Rob, though, yours is the best one. I'm really proud of it. So you've all got to go, yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tropical. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yay! Yay! Totally tropical. Yeah. Tropical, just tropical. Yeah, like, tropical. oh, it's tropical. Oh, blinking egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's tropical out here. Oh, God. Tropical. It's, it's, it's tropical. a tropical heat day. Yeah. 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 It's rosy thing out here. It's like a fern ash. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just did this all heat day is really here. There you go. Yeah. Right. After that brilliant work, we're going to tell you what's going to come up in this podcast so you can look forward Surely to I it. Surely I should just be Pierce Sun. What have I said? <laughs> what have I said about correcting the pun? I'm not correcting, I just, I've just thought of my own. Could we use some of that during Quiplash, Rob? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that was a little spicy. <laughs> on this day, on this hot, hot day. Right, let me tell you what is coming up in the podcast. So, so I've scrolled too far. We have to, I, I know what's coming every week and I'm like, oh, let me check. Anyway. We have a main feature, which this week we're going to be having a summer game special talking all about uh, history of games through summers. Basically, it's really hot and what we're up to right now. It's just a nice chatty podcast, a bit of a catch up, loads of nice stuff. Just sit back with a cup of tea or a glass of orange juice and just enjoy the tropical vibes, hey? <laughs> yeah? Nice. Uh, uh, then we've got comments of the week, which are community highlights from the hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. We're then going to go to Before We Go, which is some coverage outside of gaming to prove that we are indeed real-life flesh people. See? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but first, I'm going to ask you the question. Say it with me. What's new? Okay, and the answer to what's new... I tell thee all right now. You say, Ash, I prithee tell, and I tell. Ash, it, I prithee tell. Thank you. I tell. It is the recent releases for PlayStation Plus monthly games on the essential tier that all PlayStation Plus members have access to. They came out on the 4th of July. Happy uh, America Day. Yeah. Freedom. Independence. There we go. Happy yeah. Independence Day. We don't celebrate. No. As you can tell. <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, but our three games for this month are Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War. Oh, that's a good one. Alan Wake Remastered. That's oh, a very good one. That's a good one. And Endling Extinction is Forever. Now, I know you're a, you're a Call of Duty man. I, I dabble. I yeah? do dabble, yeah. yeah. And I, I, Cold War was really good. It was the first one on PS5. Mm. Honestly... Just for the haptics alone, the, you, the single player is really good as well. It's not, I think, Call of Duty single, you know, single player campaigns. A lot of people think about guns, guns, guns all the time. Lots of shooting. But this one has lots of dynamics and mm. it's set in the Cold War. Obviously, Cold War is kind of like not all and out, you know, all and all, not all out sort of shooting. Mm -hmm. And it reflects that in this campaign. There's like some, some espionage. There's some quiet moments. There's some exploration around like a nice town square and things. Is this the it's one really with good. like the little RC car? I remember seeing that in trailers. There was... They kind of... Well, that's... It's like a, a little... Not, not, not like an you RC mean, car. You mean, is it where it, where it, where it drives up towards a, a plane? Yeah, yes, yeah. I remember seeing that in right. trailers. We'll say no more. Okay, right, right, right. But yes, a small RC car does drive towards a big <laughs> plane at one point. <laughs> You'll have to imagine what happens next. Oh, Ooh. well, you won't have to because you can play it on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I think that's really mm. great. And obviously, you know, there's all the multiplayer side of it as well, which I'm less good at. Yeah. But also really enjoy. The This one has zombies in, doesn't it? Cold War has a really yeah. good zombies update in it as well. I say update from the last one. Yeah. Because um, I wrote up about it and was like, ooh, the zombie section looks good. Like, yeah. it's a proper 80s. Have you ever played zombies? Uh, I have played zombies. I was really bad at it, it's but I enjoyed really it. It's hard. really hard It's now. really hard. Like, it, the very first iteration was just, you know, basically how long can you survive in a house with, mm. which is getting attacked by zombies. Now there's, like, 
clues and it's like an escape yeah. room. It, oh, really? I, uh, one of my saddest, you know, my biggest wishes is that I knew, understood zombies better. Mm. I don't know how to like get into it because I feel like I need a little team and then probably need to watch some videos, listen more. And then I might be, I feel like I would love it. I would actually play zombies with you. Yeah, well, we should do that. Be a better person, essentially, Dave, (laughs) is what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. just try harder and Just be be better at everything. Just be better. Yeah. (laughs) That's my one wish for me. Yeah, that's on all of our lists this year. Access, just be better. Yeah. Be better. Don't, wait, don't be sorry, be better. Kratos taught us. Yes, that's right. Hi. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered, I'm really excited that this is on there, mostly because... I just think it's a really, really good excuse for people to get like on and ready for Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Like, I was going to ask you about this because I'm not intending to play Alan Wake 2 because I do think it looks so scary, but also I thought that it looked amazing. Mm. And like the trailer from uh, like from the PlayStation Showcase yeah. really like wet my appetite. I was like, oh, You'd stupid like it. mystery is too exciting. <laughs> but then it was scary and I think it is too scary for me. But my question is, do I? do you think... It's best to have played Alan Wake if you're going to play Alan Wake 2 or it's... It's not necessary. Not necessary. It's not necessary, but uh, I think you'll get more from a Remedy game if you know their back catalogue. Okay. But it, that's like, you know, I, that's like anything. It's like there's stuff for fans in there, but it's not necessary. It's not like a direct... Yeah, carrying on from where we left off it's despite more... it being called Alan Wake 2 yeah uh, but the, basically Alan Wake Remastered sets out the story of Alan Wake you get introduced to him you get introduced to kind of this situation where he is trapped in a horror story of his own creating where he's written a story that he doesn't remember and is finding the pages that tell him kind of what's happening and where right. to go next uh, he's looking for his missing wife and all of these people start coming out that are like covered in darkness that you're going to have to to battle. And that's all that's all the, the foundations laid for you okay. there. The rest is up to you. Um, it's really, really good, deliciously narrative. If you like Control, you're going to love Alan Wake and Alan Wake Remastered is the starting point. Alan Wake 2 is... It's more Saga's story from what I've seen so far. Like it is, it is Saga Anderson who is a new FBI agent. We haven't met her before. Uh, and Alan Wake in the, the the this place that he's in at the moment, the dark place. And it's basically about her discovering this connection to Alan Wake and Bright Falls and the things that happened 13 years ago as well. So Saga doesn't know about it. She's right. learning about it within Alan Wake okay, too. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. So you, you, you don't need to have played Alan Wake Learn Remastered. Along with Saga. Because Saga's your, Saga's your like new player reference yeah. point and Alan Wake is your kind of older player reference yeah. point. Um, but even he's like, you know, he's in a really scary place and he's all messed up. So who knows how, how you know, uh, of a reliable narrator he's going to be as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything more than that. I've only seen the demos of the the gameplay. I don't know anything about the story, particularly meatily. And I don't want to speculate because, yeah, yeah I just I want to see what happens. But that's my read of everything that we've had so far. But yeah, Alan Wake Remastered. It's just a really, yeah, it's really nice that it's come as, an, as a jumping on point for Alan Wake 2. So everyone's getting hyped for that. And it's like, here, have this. You can play it. I just mm. think that's nice. I love it when PS Plus does this. Yeah. It gives you the, the game before the game that's coming. Because it's a nice way to get Good to get timing as well. Yeah, these games that are coming it's out like, later in the year. You know, even if you redeem it and don't have to play it yet, but it's like you've got it now in your bank. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, it's good. It's a good good time length right. between the second one and We're going to talk about this later. I mean, if I were to play Alan Wake, I probably wouldn't play it in July, but I would bank it mm. for Ooh, later on. He's going to bank it. It's yeah. 
Uh, Alan Wake 2, I just want to say, I think you'd really enjoy it. I'd actually think you would. Mm. Like, I, like I, you know... You've, you've not even played it. I know. <laughs> you know. Because Dave loves Frogsware games, don't you? Frog Frogwares games, which is like Sherlock Holmes yes. and Sinking City stuff. Yeah. And the detective part of this feels very Frogwares. Like, it's, it's the mystery that gets me. Yeah. Especially, like I said, in that bit of the trailer from the showcase. Oh, the mystery was just... Yeah. It just laid it all right out for you. And it yeah. was just like... Would you like to learn more? That was so cool when she found a page and it yeah. was like written to her or something. Oh, I was like, oh. Yeah, but if you've if you've seen the the detective bit, you've got a wall where you've got to pin your clues to. <gasps> you've got a profile by going into your mind and like kind of talking to the, the yeah, people that are involved. That. Um, you basically go to a mind place, which is a spin on the mind palace, where you have all of these different sections that you can. It's very frogwares. Yeah. You'd really like it, I think, but it is actually the scariest I've seen. Remedy go. So, I think you're braver than you think, Dave. I think you're braver than you think. Thanks, Rosie. I think I'm going to make you stream it when it comes out in like a kind way because I think it, in the <laughs> full change. in the full lights <laughs> in of the studio way. in the full <laughs> yeah, lights of right, the studio true, with true. me going. This is really good. I think that I think you will feel better about it. But okay. Endling Extinction is Forever. Has anybody played this? No, no I haven't. I'm not aware of this one. So it's actually um, a game about. It's actually like I said this in our little an- announcement, but like it actually seems like the most emotionally traumatic of the, these three games Blimey. we've got a war game and a horror game and it's this game that seems the scariest because it's about a mother fox with three cubs <laughs> no. at the end of like oh, no. this nasty nasty rain where the, she's the only fox left and these are her babies are the only foxes oh. left and she's in an evil world where humans have ravaged it polluted it ruined it that's and you've, our world you've got to, you've got to get her to safety and they can die oh Stop it. Like the whole thing was like, you've got to keep them alive. So, you know, uh, uh, maybe that was a, a, a bit of like a, they can die. I don't know, but I, right. it seemed like they could die from what I read about well, so it. So wait a minute, and it's called Extinction is Forever. Exactly. Like, just don't forget. Yeah, by the way, don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The but foxes like, are now that's extinct. Awful. I mean, I feel bad like when I'm falling asleep and I hear a fox crying or something. I'm always like, I want to help them. Oh, even oh, they're, 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 not like, they're not crying. They're not crying, What they're doing is they're no, being... No, don't. <laughs> let's not talk about it. They're, just, they're not they, crying. They're, they're sad. <laughs> they're, they have mixed emotions, I believe. I remember when I first heard a fox screaming and it woke me up about four o'clock in the morning and I was in that weird sort of like halfway state between awake and asleep and I genuinely thought oh it's a demon <laughs> that's just the demon outside yeah. oh, oh just oh, it's a, quite a loud demon that I'll just go to sleep and then I woke up yeah. the following morning it's like what the hell was that <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a demon yeah I I have uh, lent out the window to be like shut up you meddling kids like more than once because as soon as they see you they're like <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah because I live like extinction is forever yeah at the, at the back of my house is a massive like wasteland of plants and lush greenery and the foxes just jump around in it so like the, they have babies and all the babies are there and it's just like a fox party so yeah. it's just like we've also got coming up soon as well so that's kind of stuff that's come out already coming up soon on the 12th of july Oxen free lost signal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, wow. yes. It's my time. Oh, there's just, oh, there's so much. There's <laughs> too much this year. Yeah. Too much this year. Uh, but flipping it, I'm very excited about that. I mm. absolutely love First Oxen Free. It's yeah. just like my, one of my, like my perfect game. I really like need to do spooky, like. Spooky, sci fi, mm. weird, good story, great writing, mm. lovely art style. Oh, only four or five hours long. 
perfect. Ooh, <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I really need to do like my own playthrough of that. I've edited so many videos with Oxenfree in it. I feel like I completely know the story, but I haven't done like, you know, my version of the story mm. yet. Like who becomes friends with who, this, that and the other. So I was actually really wanted to do that before Oxenfree 2 came out. Mm. So then I can just be like, right, back to back. Here we go. Oxenfree session. Yeah. Oxenfree 2 is another one where you don't need to play the first one to understand, but will benefit from a few little, ooh, moments is it the same characters or no it's a new set of characters um and it's still like a conversation based game where dialogue shapes your relationships and you're tapping into radio signals to see what's Mm. going on but this time there's like a cult group called parentage who are trying to open a portal uh to to pull something out or to do something spooky don't don't open a portal just don't do it as soon as someone says I'm trying to open a portal, I'd be like, yeah, no. No, yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, I've just set up this big lab. I've got a big lab here. Do you want to come work at the lab? Oh, oh yeah. what, what are you working on? Doing? A portal. Yeah. Mm. Just opening it. A portal to just an alternate dimension, you know. Yeah. Just for scientific I research. I found this big old dusty book and it had instructions <laughs> in for about for portals. So I thought I'd just do that. Give just, it a go. Nothing like, good yeah. ever comes through a portal. It's true. It's, it's not true. like you get a portal's going to open. It's like, oh, it's an amazing utopia. All our energy and economic needs are completely solved forever. Well yeah. done, everyone. No, it's always... Although sometimes, <laughs> so, although sometimes you open that out. and you think that's what you've got. Yeah. You're like, wow, what's this beautiful world? Blah, blah, mm. And then you realise too late. Yeah. What the, have I done? The air is made out of bees. That's yeah. what it's like. You go and breathe and you're like, oh, God, yeah. invisible bees. Or you taste delicious there. Yeah. Oh, God. You taste delicious. Unless you're yeah. an aperture science. Then they use thinking, portals to like. Even then, I mean, even then, like you know, it's you know. A lot of bad. A lot of bad happens, <laughs> but the portal but gun is, is really cool. It is great. Like if you're yeah. talking about the portal gun in general, like that, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I also want to say maybe that people taste delicious here. You just haven't tried them yet. That's true. So that's true. Long pig is on the menu, boys. <laughs> But yeah, Oxenfree 2 is coming on the 12th of July, Lost Signals. We're all really excited for it. I know, Rob, you're especially excited for it. And I'm looking forward to getting a little coverage out of this cute little game. So if you haven't heard of Oxenfree, it's definitely worth a little look um, in preparation for this fabulous one. And that is uh, What's New Roundup. Unless anybody has any exciting things that have happened to them? No. No? No. No, just we could talk about him before we go. I just thought, you know, maybe you've been like, wow, I released a game and you haven't told me. So no, I released I've a game. That. No. So we've actually been working behind your back, Ash, on our own developed game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to announce it. <laughs> Tell me on the podcast, please. Give us an exclusive at least. Right. We're going to move on to the main feature now. So buckle in for a delightful sting. Main feature time then. We're all here. We're all ready to talk about summer games. So, like I say, this is very much a little chatty podcast. It's a little riff on the weather because it is so hot in the UK right now. And we don't deal well with no. the heat here. No. Or also the cold. No. The we time, deal well with just grey, middle average, drizzly. We're fine with that. Yeah. But too hot, too cold. Oh. Which is most of the Which time, to be honest. Outside, it is, yeah. It's always either too hot or too cold. By the time this comes out, I think we will be out of... When we're recording this, we're coming off the back of a, a heat wave heat or Dave. summer. Heat Dave. A heat Dave <laughs> or summer, as it's otherwise known. It's been yeah. a real tropical no, I think there's, there's still two, another two big months to go. Definitely. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, the school summer holidays are coming up as yes. well. So yeah. it's still relevant. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Uh, they're coming up in a couple of weeks. So oh, I thought, what a time. Exactly. The start of the school summer holiday. I oh. thought it would be nice to talk about 
kind of that kind of experience of summer as well because there's nothing like being a child or a teenager like up until you're 21 basically you get just a massive time off that you can play games with 21 yeah Go to uni. What's, oh yeah, uni. Uni, you get even bigger. Yeah, exactly. School at uh, school. So I, I that I didn't go to uni, so I worked oh, through the summers. Rosie, <laughs> I worked through my summers as well. We but, all work through the summers. But the theory is right. Yeah, the time you could do it. You, mm. could. you could do it. You could do it. Uh, but yeah, I thought it would be nice to kind of think about those um, for maybe if any of our younger listeners have a little a little listen and some of our older listeners as well who maybe don't get the massive six weeks off unless you're a teacher, God bless, Yeah. Uh, then, you know, it's just a nice little nostalgic one as well as a look at what we're going to be playing as well this summer. So past and present and future together like a beautiful braid. So I wanted to ask you guys what, what you think of when you think of the the kind of the six week summer holiday like let's throw it back first what what do you think of if i say six week school holiday is I, there like a time that you go back to straight away i have a very vivid memory of walking home from school on the last day of school and like people literally cartwheeling home like it was so, <laughs> so much joy in the air like it was a beautiful sunny day kids just like whooping and cheering skipped oh it was so good but for me obviously it was it's game time. Yeah. Six weeks of just pure, uninterrupted, no responsibilities. Oh my God, what an amazing, what an amazing thing. Six weeks yeah. where you have to do nothing and you're a child. So, mm. you know, you can't be expected to work. You, you know, you don't have to cook your own meals. No. I had to clean oh, the house. so good. Yeah, but you had like those little chores and... Little, in the context of having six weeks of yeah. nothing to do, it was just so good. My God, that I loved that feeling. Just made me feel light in my stomach. Mm. Just that oh, wonderful stretching, yawning chasm of time that you just got to fill with whatever you wanted. But for me, it was games. Yeah, definitely. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's super on brand, but it. it Games were my summer as well. Either by was, myself. When you said super on brand, I was like, it's games or it's sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks Obviously, of sausages. The summer is the time for sausages. Um, it was, yeah. But either games by myself or games with my friends. I was in, that was like a, to begin with, like uh, I remember when I was like in year seven is when I got my PlayStation. And that summer was probably, I just played so much, by so much in my house by myself. But then, Summers later on, I used to go around to my best friend's house and he also had a PlayStation and a PS2, PS3, mm. maybe not PS3. That we, we, were, we were at uni by PS3. Um, and yeah, just it, everything revolved around games. And like, you know, because you don't have a lot of resources as a kid, you would I would coordinate with my friends, like getting games and like, I'm going to get this one, you get that one, we can swap, that kind of thing. Like mm. summer was just games. It was just it was just, and it's amazing. It's so amazing. Just six weeks where there's no guilt. There's no, I really should be doing something else. It's like, no. It's like, all there is yeah. right now is games. That's all I have to think about. That's all I'm going to think about. And I can remember so many specifics right now. It's just so fondly. What a fantastic <laughs> The way you looked at the sky then. I can really think about, really specifically, being in my bedroom playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, that's an amazing summer game. For an entire day. 
and that's all I did. I could feel and it was amazing. I can feel the air temperature. Yeah. When I think of Tony Hawk's. I can see my I can, curtains I drawn. I can see like the breeze rippling the, through the, the curtains. The breeze, yeah, exactly. The windows are open. The sounds of the street outside. Yeah, and it's slightly dark, stuffy bedroom. Yeah, Tony mm. Hawk's. The only thing that would like break my concentration would just be like the postman knocking on the door, <laughs> yeah. and I'd hide. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get it. Yeah, much to my parents' dismay. But yeah, games. It just that was those were summers for me. And then annoying things that would pop up in the gaming time, like having to visit my grandparents or something. You know, something like <laughs> games planned for the weekend. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I mean, same as everyone else saying, mine was always like just playing video games, but also balancing it with seeing friends. I remember when I was like. Uh, you know, quite nerds. But I do remember, like, when I was uh, like a child and I lived in a little village, even if I did go to play with other kids in the village and stuff like that, I tried to make them as video game related as possible. So I remember when like Sonic Heroes came out and it was myself, my brother, and a boy in our village called Jonathan, and we were Tails, Sonic, and Knuckles. Um, and then we'd run around our village pretending to be the characters. I was Tails. <laughs> so because I love Tales. Um, so, like, again, it was just all video game themed related and stuff. I also remember, like, getting... So it's all great having the summer holiday, but you do get homework. And I remember you always have the big art homework where every other bit of homework is like, oh, do an essay or two, this that, and the other. But art was always like, we want you to document the entire six months and do a detailed picture. Or the, no, sorry, <laughs> the entire six weeks and do a really big detailed picture on each week. So I always remember being, um, like, I loved art, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But I always remember it was always like, oh, I've also got to do that bit of homework there. And then I can go carry on playing video games. But my favourite summer was probably when like you said with tony hawk i i shut my curtains and played bloodborne the entire time <laughs> like you know the darkest most gothic non-summary game i was completely hooked on it just coincidentally just as summer was beginning and yeah fully in my bedroom curtains closed and i had like blue curtains so it was like a little blue atmosphere oh, when I the sun when the sun yeah. comes through so it's like a little bit blue i mean really you need to shut your curtains with uh, blood bomb because it's like so dark and gothic if you rather sun than glare. Yeah. sun glare on the screen is a big problem yeah big problem amazing. i have a question because uh obviously ash and i are only children yeah. so i just had my own playstation and playstation games to worry about and but no one to play with unless i went to a friend's house mm. how did it work with you two with siblings obviously both your siblings are both into games Mm -hmm. was it was it good fight. was it bad you know would you play together sometimes was, like me and my sister would have um eventually we, we had a playstation each but yeah. that was like you know the luxury times further down the road yeah so initially we did just have the one playstation um but all we used to play were big sprawling jrpgs yeah and i used to be i used to find it almost as fun to watch my sister playing wherever she was playing um, as I did playing my own thing. Oh, we good. were sort of like swap and alternate. Like, play. like we would each have like, we would lay all of the games out on the floor and we'd be like, okay, which one are you going to play? We'd like go around and we'd just eliminate one every time we went around trying to figure out which of these games are we going to play. And they were all games we played like three, four, five times by this stage. Just yeah. the same collection of like six games that we owned. Uh, and so I used to love, you know, okay, today I'm just going to watch my sister playing Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. Uh, and then the next day it would be my turn to play a game. So that's sort of how it used that's to go. Very, uh, 
utopian. Yeah. Sounds like a yeah. wonderful arrangement. A wonderful little fun. time. It was fun. Um, and then I also used to go to my friend's house as well, who used to be a big fan of these types of games. And another distinct memory I have is uh, both of his parents smoked. And so... For some reason, I have really fond memories of the smell of cigarette smoke and <laughs> associating it with the legend of Dragoon in particular. And I used to come home from Darren's house and all my clothes would smell of cigarette smoke. My mum was like, get those clothes on the washing line now. But I, used to, I used to really enjoy that smell. To me, it meant it meant the legend of Dragoon. Yeah. It, meant being, it meant being in my friend's little room and just eating snacks all day. Yeah. Again, you could, just, you could feel the heat of the outside, but it wasn't penetrating our little cool dark yeah. gaming den oh yeah. so good what Such about you and your brother Rosie my brother and I we so I was always the sibling who wanted to play more multiplayer games I was definitely always the one being like Jim do you want to play this with me Jim do you want to play Bugs Bunny and Taz with me like I always wanted to do the things the multiplayer and you know to to be fair to him sometimes he was just like no I just want to like I don't I'm not in the mood for a multiplayer game so but I was I would just enjoyed the company and just seeing video games so a lot of the times I would watch him play a game and then if I felt like having a go I'd ask if I could have a go and most of the time he'd say yes but then I feel like I've I've told the story on access to like times before but if he didn't and I kept on asking and he still said, hang on, oh, I'm just yeah. finishing this bit. Then I'd go downstairs and, well, I'd say to him, oh, I'm going to get a glass of water. And that was me going downstairs going, mom, he's not letting me play on the PlayStation. Jim! <laughs> She's like, cool, from up from the, like, from the bottom of the stairs upwards. And then, like, you know, the foot, oh, fine. So, um, but most of the time it was just me watching him playing games together. And then I played it myself, like, every now and then as well but I was more than content just to sit there and watch but I do remember it's funny you talking about like the legend of um, Dragoon because I do you, it's sparked a memory I remember one kid in our village uh, had uh, eye toy play yeah. and I remember like having the eye toy camera in summer there was like so there was two like two kids in the household who had the eye toy and then me and my brother went and then um another kid in the village went so there was like a good little group of us all in this living room during i think it was probably during summer because i remember the heat uh during summer lights were off but then you had to try and get the balance of the eye toy to <laughs> get the lamps going and everything but as soon as we did oh my god it was the best thing and i remember literally just coming home and both jim and i were like oh, mom please if you want to treat us at some point can we have eye toy please 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 <laughs> And then I'll never forget, then my mum and my nan turned up and they treated us to iToy and iToy Play 2. And it was like, and then again, that was another amazing summer yeah. of like just iToy Play 2. Um, because as well, you could jump and not feel too bad because it's like, it's the summer holidays. I can jump upstairs if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you can jump not and not during do term time, not Rosie. <laughs> I don't want to hear banging on the ceiling during term time. No term holidays. <laughs> oh, I love I just love iToy, but um, but yeah, like lovely, lovely summer memories. Yeah, I um, I oh man, see, I'm just just winding it back a sec. I asked about what you think of when you think of the six weeks holiday, purely because I, <laughs> obviously I think of games. But for me, my mom uh, would be like, she was very protective, being her only child, um, and my dad as well, but. Yeah, they used to send me to like this Christian day school. <laughs> so every time I think of the summer holidays, I'm like, ah, it's Christian day school time <laughs> um, where we'd go. And they did like, it was like a week that they did. So it wasn't the whole six weeks, but I'd have a week where I would go to the church every day, sing some hymns 
and just do loads of crafts. Yeah. And I used to, and I was obsessed with Green Day when I was like 11 to 13. I was like feral for Green Day. So everything I did, I'd go to Christian Day School and make loads of Green Day merchandise out of the crafts. Like I would make like bracelets and like necklaces and all sorts. I just said like GD or like Billy Joel. Uh, and all this sort of their tray cool. <laughs> and uh, all this sort of stuff on. Um, so that was like, that's like my prime six weeks memory. And then the games was always with my cousin because um, I'd go there to be like child-minded and me and my cousin would play Simpsons Hit and Run like all day endlessly until we got stuck and then he um, saved over his game with his sister's game save and I was like, how could you have done this? How and he was like, <laughs> well, we've got past it and I was like, how could you have done yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, <it> can't change. <laughs> oh my God, you should have seen my brother's face when I accidentally overwrote, uh, well, overwrote his save on an Odd World game. Oh, God. He was not happy. God. <laughs> Is that like a hard one to redo? Huh? Well, he was really far in the game at this point mm. and I was just like, you know, just saving away, accidentally overwrote his data. Ah! And that's the main instance I remember of overwriting a save, so, someone save. Main instance, there's other ones. Oh, well, no, no, I don't think there was ever any other moments because he was so mad at me that I never did it again. I was yeah. always so uh, like, I don't know what happened there because I've always been safe slot too. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but just for that, for some reason, that one, I just accidentally overwrote it. Oh, sometimes I'm they go be to... number one this time. I, oh, I yeah. said that was Sonic yeah. Heroes. I said that was Sonic I'm Heroes. a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> sometimes they change it to like the most recent save, don't they? Because I've had that with some games where I'll go to save over like a lower save and it's come to the top and right. I'm like, is this the save I'm on right now or is this my other one? And I'm like, yeah. Ah. Oh, man. So let's just say it was that. Um, what are, were your go-to games for summer? So we've had like Tony Hawk. Mine was Simpsons Hit and Run, 100%. Uh, what what would you guys say? Like, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, what a great summer. That's just the best summer. Yeah. But that's all I have to say. I just played through it <laughs> yeah. all summer long. Oh, it's just amazing. How long do you think a, a playthrough of Final Fantasy VII... Well, was your first playthrough during a summer, or what did it? Yeah. When did it? And do you remember how long do you think it took you to to finish the game the first time? Probably like three weeks or yeah. so. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, it was and a great. Did you just play it straight away again? Uh, no, I would have gone back to Final Fantasy VIII probably. Yeah, and then a couple of years later, Final Fantasy IX came out, and that was in my rotation. <laughs> I basically had seven, eight, nine. Six, The Legend of Dragoon, Vagrant Story, Breath of Fire 4, all in just like a constant rotation. Yeah. Uh, and I finished all of those games probably three or four times each. And that's all I played for years mm. until I had my own spending power. Yeah. But Final Fantasy 7, I remember distinctly that summer when I first played that game. And it was just so good. And all of you have spoken about, you know, seeing your friends as well. I remember actively telling my mum, <laughs> if, if, uh, if Nathan Bragg knocks on my door and asks if I want to come and play football, he's telling him I'm ill. <laughs> I just, this is I important. Go, Are you listening? I remember. <laughs> I'm ill. Did you get that? Say it back to me. I'm and also not here. phone calls as well. Phone calls. I would, I would just, my mum would be my excuse maker. Yeah. Oh my oh, he's God. not in at the moment, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. Does Rob want to come out and play? No, he doesn't. God, Rob's the most socially active person I know. Like he's never in. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, that's so good. I I was very much like a, a stay at home and play by myself. Oblivion is my fondest memory. I was I had a whole like six weeks holiday where I just played Oblivion nonstop. I was putting in like twelve hour sessions. Oh, that's a great game like, for some of that. Exactly. Mm. Oh my god, it was amazing. Every day, twelve hour session, drinking water. Stop. Yeah. You violated the law. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did violate the law. Uh, just doing the same things over and over again. Sometimes reloading my save to do them again. Like the murder house party was absolutely my favourite thing. So I'd just reload it and go and play it again. Uh, but I'm going through Oblivion and getting to all the... I never, I've never actually finished Oblivion. I've never actually done the end of the main story because I'd done all of the wow. other side quests so much that I never actually got to the end. I saw my dad complete it and like his whole thing well, was the like, thing is, we never finished it. The Oblivion story, they're probably like the least fun quests because you have to go into the Oblivion gates all the time. Go into the horrible, dark, fiery area. I would run past them no. all the time. Yeah. No, I just want no. to stay. No. I just want to stay in this lovely, lush, yeah. green world, please. Yeah, mm. and do all the side quests. Yeah, I used to literally run to the top of the tower, grab the sigils that like transports you out, and I'd be like, ah, completed it. Uh, <laughs> just running past all of the enemies. <laughs> like, ah! But yeah, Oblivion was absolutely the main one. And when I was younger on PlayStation 2, the game that has lasted, like your games that have lasted from the PlayStation era of the Final Fantasy games, that I've mentioned it before, but Gauntlet Dark Legacy, like I played it over and over again with my friend Hannah. Um, and we've completed it, we did different bits of it, but it took us so long to go through it and like redo the levels and unlock everything. Um, we did that so many times in Herbs Sims in the City as well, where we'd play like together. Oh man, the Sims holidays. I had that yeah. with Sims 2 on PS2. So good, where we were trying to like both get our popularity levels up and go to the different Sim areas and dress them up cool. And like the Sims pink hair is definitely what has, the Herbs, Herbs Sims in the City pink hair is definitely what has influenced me as an adult. <laughs> like I'm living my truth. But I used to have, as an only child, um, I had, I'd ha I feel like I need to say that because this is like the most amazing thing, but like, I had a bedroom. I know, but I'm like, I'm aware that it's very privileged. I had my bedroom and in the bedroom, my parents converted the loft in, in our like childhood home. Um, so, and it was connected to my bedroom. So the whole top floor was literally a games room oh, that me wow. and my friends would go and spend time in. So we'd have this massive TV, the, all of the, the, the consoles, so the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, um, all of that sort of stuff up there. And then my dad paints Warhammer. So he had a big table where he could paint everything um, and big bean bags and also, oh my God, it was amazing. Like it was such a cool thing to have growing up where anytime anybody came over, I could just take them up into the the loft and we'd like have our own space like my mom would come up with snacks up the stairs oh like, man oh it was such a good little space um obviously my dad used it quite a bit as well because as much as I say I'm an only, only child my dad is a child at heart so. <laughs> and he was my games buddy for most of it so yeah it was really good it was so good that sounds amazing summer's in the loft oh. <laughs> summer's in the nice. loft that is the stuff of dreams yeah I mostly play I don't know how to describe these games but you you have both spoken about you know big long RPGs, but I was always just playing like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Crazy Taxi. Yes. Um, and just, oh, Gran Turismo. Mm. Just games that, Vigicular. I don't know, I just do the same thing over and over and over again. And I would just put on CDs and listen to CDs, play these games. Then I would maybe like have a break, play some guitar, then just go back put on more CDs, yeah. play the games. And um, I, it's just, 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. So, I feel so happy thinking about it now. I don't think it would have the same effect on me now. If I, I think if I took a week off and I was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to recreate summer. I'm not sure that I could recreate the magic of it because I think it's just the perfect time in your life where that is like, that's all you have going on. <laughs> really, yeah. it's just like all you have to worry about. Is you can nice do it now because you just, you know, unbidden yeah. thoughts of other things in your life would come. creep in. And as a kid, you just... Uh, you know, I personally had nothing else to think about. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. No. <sighs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, um, things I would play with my friends, like um, I can remember hours now, like it would be entire summer days. I can't remember which wrestling game it was, but where you could, you know, you could create your own characters and we would just create like our teachers from school and we would just spend <laughs> the whole day just creating a whole cast of teachers and thinking really hard about like what entrance music they'd have and making them look so <laughs> stupid yeah. and then just fighting them and just laughing for forever. It was just the best. Mm. Just like, so I played, I played lots of like little things, but, but for hours, mm. you know, like just levels on Tony Hawk's or making my own level as well. That was another, Oh thing. man, just you just stupid. reminded me, make yeah. the biggest jump in the world. <laughs> You've unlocked a memory for me, which was I made a Pez team, which consisted of all the teachers in my school. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the commentary as well. I turned the commentary off. Mrs. Can in the Mrs. Ball. Oh, it's five now. Uh, it's sad, isn't it? The teachers uh, affect. That's the biggest part of our lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what should I make out a wrestler out of? It's teachers. just very teachers. funny, though. Yeah. It's just so funny. Yeah, like doing all the heights as well. Like you'd have, yeah, the starting lineup at the beginning, all the players come yeah. out. You know, like Mrs. Mrs. Can was really short. Yeah, so it was really funny. Oh, look, there's Mrs. Can. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lawrence was really tall. Yeah, Mr. Lawrence. Oh. Great time. We had a really tall Mr. Lawrence. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you go to the same school? Maybe it was no, the same one. Because we lived one. up. We, was he a science we, teacher? We grew up in a similar area, didn't we? Yeah. Was he a science teacher? No, he was um, design technology. Oh, same thing. I feel like he maybe did a little bit of that as well. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe Mr. Lawrence, if you're listening. Fancy something new. <laughs> fancy something Mr. new. Lawrence is, if you're Mr. Lawrence is. My Mr. Lawrence was bald. Oh, no. Not the oh. same. Maybe. No. Maybe he was your Mr. Lawrence. Then he shaved his head. (laughs) Then he went to become your Mr. Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. And this is how we find out. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Rosie? Uh, For me, I mean, I've said the the big one for me was Bloodborne, just playing it nonstop. Um, When was this? How old were you? Stupid time I can't remember how old I was. Like, you know, I was... So I was still... It was either like the last school summer holiday I had or it was the first one I had when working. But, the, you know, if I wasn't at work, then I was at home playing Bloodborne whilst yeah. um, the rest of my friends were seeing family after coming back from uni and stuff like that. Um, so while they were busy seeing uh, family, I was always just like, Bloodborne. Um, <laughs> but that one... It's like the curtains closing. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to do the Bloodborne. Uh, I've even did a, a funny Instagram video oh, about oh, making it. I made, I made a joke about the fact that it was so sunny out Side, I can pop it up right now and then I just shut the curtains and it's Bloodborne nice. <laughs> um, so, but, so that's the big one but I also remember like I said iToy um, specifically for me and my brother iToy Play 2 and Sega Superstars uh, and also Crash Bash yeah which I think I'm don't unless I'm like muddling memories up but I do believe we used to play a lot of Crash Bash during the summer holiday because it was, you know, you had the time to dedicate to the challenges <laughs> and it's not as if it was a weekend or something where you then had to stop and, and like, you know, and then you might lose your crash bash mojo as I know we're, we're going to get 
the trophies, the gems, the crystals. Only my brother was a lot better at the game than I was. So it was always a case of I tried and then he'd get cross at me because I made us lose the challenge. But then we tried again. <laughs> but my gosh, when we got those challenges and Crash Bash, it was glorious. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then just mainly doing like loads of multiplayer things like that. And I also remember... Um, Again, this was when I was quite a bit older, but when my brother got older, he uh, invited some friends around and they marathoned the Resident Evil uh, trilogy. But more importantly, well, not more importantly, but for me anyway, it was the Silent Hill mm. games that they would like every evening, his mates would come around and I'd watch them play Silent Hill. But I say more importantly, because this is my introduction to Silent Hill properly. Yeah. Um, so I remember as well, just the, the summer nights, you know, where it gets darker later, um, but the vibe's just good. Everyone's having a good time. Just sat there just watching Silent Hill and just like, again, the curtains were shut. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, so that's another one. Silent Hill's another weird, like summary one I think of. Oh, it's, it's just... What could be more summary than Silent, Silent Hill? Hill. <laughs> well, I've got some, a little more, just we're, we'll have to move on to our next section soon, but a couple more questions just to, to, to blast through. And I think the main one is, what are you playing now? Like, what's your summer game for this summer where it's hot and Final sweaty? Final Fantasy 16. Nothing has changed, baby. Nothing no. has changed. Other side of Oxenfree. Too. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oxenfree and Octopath Traveler 2. I still haven't finished Octopath mm -hmm. Traveler 2. Uh but mainly Final Fantasy 16, I can't get enough yeah. of it. I I thought as much, which is very fair. Yeah. It is good. Even, I, I am playing it. How are you? Yeah. Oh. I am just at a, I'm a few hours in, I'm about 10 hours in, but I, I, I've turned all the settings so I just have to press square and then watch the cutscenes. So like I just fight, go square, 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 and then I'm like, cutscene. Okay, good. And then like, it'll be like the fighting comes on. I'm just like, square, square. And he does everything automatically for me because I'm on like, uh, you story have all the focus. rings, assistance rings all on. All the rings on, and it's on story focus. I'm just like, square, 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 square. Ah, now I can watch my film again. <laughs> uh, I, like, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. It's really good. I've just got to the bit where. I don't want, I don't want to say it as a spoiler. So, the uh, I'm looking at a big crystal. I think I know where you are. You're yeah. looking at a big crystal. Or I'm heading to a big crystal. Ah, okay. You, you quite a significant way in then. Yeah, because I've been pressing square non-stop. Exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you as well. Yeah. <gasps> Honestly, I've been battering it. I've not played any side quests. <laughs> Literally <laughs> <just been there. laughs> Please, I need this bread. Please help me. All the NPCs starving. Yeah. They haven't built their little bridges. No. They need their wood and their apples. No, not for not my and my their soil. Clive is like, no, no, let's go. We're gonna go and see what's happening over here and kill some bees and then let's go. That's uh, <laughs> that, that's my vibe with it. I'm really enjoying it though. I like that I can craft it to my needs. You know what I mean? I like mm. that it's so uh, malleable to just be. I, I want to experience the story and the game's letting me do that as easily as possible which is really nice that is nice is it your summer game i think so uh, or it is what i'm playing in the evenings at the moment i'm also playing the bunker um amnesia the bunker which i'm really enjoying uh that is a very sit in the dark one though and callisto protocol dlc is out as well mm. so before but this it's not out at the time of this podcast recording but it will be very soon Oh no, it's out today. It's out literally today. So that's going to be what I'm doing. And the Phasmophobia release in August, that's going to be my summer game. Just being like, guys, let's let's catch some ghosts. So I hope you're all ready for that. No. That's going to be your ghost summer the game? horror games that in one's summer. It's scary, like roast dinners in summer. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh. But also horror games all the time. Uh, no, I've heard that one's really scary. Yeah, I just, I just, I like, I like the thought uh, of 
being able, I just like it being kind of light in the evening, but playing a game and then it getting dark as you're playing. Like, I love that. Like, I like the the light fading. You know what I mean? In the day, it doesn't work. It needs to be like a Final Fantasy 16 in the day if it's like a weekend. But of a night where the sun just goes down as you're playing, instead of it just being pitch black to begin with, I think that's just very, I'm like, ooh, thematic. Ooh. <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, my, I mean, I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 like everyone else, but uh, I will say once then that's done, just to spice it up a bit, um, I w- it's either going to be hopping back into We Love Katamari mm. and Royal Reverie because I love Katamari and Katamari is a fantastic game to play in summer with yes. like the colourful feel-good vibes. You're just there rolling around. Um, King of Cosmos giving you bants. It's a great time. Uh, or it's it's not out yet, but by the time this podcast out, I can't do the maths. By the way, it will be Ghost Trick. Yeah. Um, I, so again, they're like two much shorter games compared to Final Fantasy 16, but I think that'll just be the nice, lovely little refresher after the big Final Fantasy 16 experience. Mm. I quite like to then hop into something a bit more, a bit smaller, but it's like, you know, just as enjoyable. So yeah. I like, I don't know which path I'm going to go yet, but it's going to be one of those two after Final Fantasy 16. Nice. I haven't I haven't picked a, a summer game as such, really. Um, but is it that final level in Marvel's Midnight Suns? Oh, I have got that lined up. I mean, I still I, I should do that. And they, they've released. They keep releasing DLC that I'm not playing because I'm <laughs> yeah. not, not. I don't know what's going on with me. Really, I should do that. I, I, I will do that. Um, but well, right now I'm playing Observer System Redux. I don't know if anyone's a played spooky that. one. It's not that spooky. It's made by Bluebird Team. It's more. It's quite spooky. I know, but it's more. It's more Blade Runnery. It's, Which it's is quite spooky. It's detective. It's by Ridley you know, Scott. Horror director. I know, but it's okay. I'm doing okay. It's not. I'm only like <laughs> two hours in yeah. or something. It's good, and I'm like fascinated by it so far, and just understanding what is in the game, because at the moment I'm just I'm at a location talking to people and investigating like a series of murders and using my little special system eye to scan stuff and that's just like i really really like it although it is not uh isn't great for the for the hot days i'll <laughs> yeah. be honest like and uh i'm only probably playing it sort of like 45 minute chunks at the moment but apart from that i think i might go back to star wars jedi survivor and just mop up i like mainlined it to just get through the game as quickly as possible because i didn't want any spoilers and i've missed out on loads of great uh, side quest stuff and just exploring so I think that will be mine which feels a little bit like summer holidays of old mm. just I could put on some music again you know it's like less less intense less like concentration required mm. a bit more mm. sort of like I'm just doing this I'm just taking my time having a nice time a bit of uh, pressure off so that's that's probably like those are my big those are my big plans mm. um, I think that I'm sure something's going to pop up and and become the summer game, but I don't know what it is just yet. Ooh, let's see. Is there anything any of you would recommend for classic summer gaming as well, just to finish off this section? Because I picked out a few that I think just are really sunny and good vibes. And one of them was Assassin's Creed Black Flag, because I remember when that first came out, I was obsessed with it, and it's so beautiful. You go for a lovely swim anytime you oh, want. It's so shiny and gorgeous and tropical. Like, it's genuinely... Did you say tropical? Yeah, I did. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful, and it's re- I, I just really enjoy playing pirate Assassin's Creed, of course. The Witness as well, because it's yeah. just bright sunshine doing puzzles, and it's kind of got that, I don't know, like... Um, 
there's kind of this melancholy to it which I, I appreciate in in games like that because as much as summer is like woo games and fun like it's also probably been a period of my life that I've struggled the most with my mental health and I feel like The Witness is a really good one that's kind of like puzzles and it being a bit sad and lonely that I like going into and being mm. like hey it's a bit of everything the atmosphere in The Witness is fascinating I don't know how they've done it because yeah. it's the most beautiful sunny bright game yeah even the puzzles are bright and just colourful and it asks nothing of you. Mm. There's no real story, but you can feel in the world like the weirdness. I guess there's mm. the weirdness of like, where am I? What has happened here? Yeah. Um, there's like a hole. I just feel like there's a hole Yeah. in it in a nice way yeah. or sp- in, a, in a melancholy way. I spent the whole time worrying that I was going to discover mm. what was making me feel that way. Mm. And I didn't. Um, but you uh, you come across these little scenes. It's such a good game. Mm. I love that game so much, um, and I'm really sad I haven't completely finished it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great shout. I think that's a really really great shout. But it doesn't. It certainly matches the outdoors. Yeah. And, um, Summary. And yeah. It's not too taxing. It's just oh, I love that game. Yeah. But I I mean I would say Gran Turismo again. Like if yeah. you like like a game like me. It's just. It's so beautiful. You can make it match the outside if you like. It can be beautiful and sunny and hot or it can be, uh, you know, wet and rainy if you'd like to experience a different kind of weather. Um, And I just think there's so much in that game. It can be as kind of like taxing as you like. You can just be doing something very fun. You can be doing something very repetitive, which I enjoy sometimes. Like I said, just doing the same lap over and over and over again and seeing little incremental improvements. You can be taking beautiful photographs. You can be doing one of the challenges, you know, or you can just be doing your own thing. I think that 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 game is vast and brilliant. And for me, is a sort of wonderful summer game, really, because it can be it can be whatever you're feeling on that at that time. Yeah. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. (laughs) I'd probably I'd probably suggest the uh, Uncharted games. Yeah. Um, That's a great show. Just yeah. yeah, Oh, my God. Imagine having never played any of them. And it's you get six weeks off of school. Yeah. And and someone gives you the Uncharted collection. (laughs) <laughs> like well, literally, that. I've got a friend who, uh, like, he played Uncharted Four. I'm calling you out, Liam, but he played Uncharted Four uh, and Lost Legacy. But then he watched like a YouTube compilation of the cutscenes of Uncharted One, Two, and Three, and I was like, "You're missing like half the stop adventure." It. So make him stop. So, well, that's what we're doing. So now this summer, we've been playing through the games. He's just finished two, and he loved it. And he's and honestly playing them Surprise. like <laughs> like playing them like in summer, and just seeing him play these like you know when you have a combat arena and everyone's like, "Oh, we know what's coming," but he has no idea what's coming. Um, like you know, reaching Shambhala in Uncharted Two, and then the Guardians are there, and they're really tough. He's like, "Oh, I don't want to." find these anymore yeah. and stuff it's it's just a wonderful All wonderful adventure yeah oh, Tenzin man. like you know everyone's best friend Tenzin um, so just it's just a fantastic just adventure and also with the summer vibes you're going on these lovely tropical environments yeah. um <laughs> Going in these lovely environments. So even if you, you've got your TV in a position where you don't get sun glare, then you can have your, your curtains open. The, for this, this curtains open, the sun can come shining in and you can see your gameplay and you're in this beautiful like jungle environment, for example, or anything like that. Or you're driving around Madagascar in Uncharted 4. It's yeah. just, you know, so beautiful. So or beautiful. in the boat in Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah, the little islands. Mm. Oh, I mean, I just, I, uh, sometimes I just boot that, that level on chapter select yeah. Yeah. and don't do any of the story. I just 
pool around in my boat. Oh, yeah. I've done that so many times. Jumping off, just going for a little swim in that yeah. beautiful turquoise water. Yeah, that's oh, some role playing. I get behind. It's mm. really great. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Two, specifically <gasps> the prologue, is when you're on the island. Something I always remember. Yes. Oh my god, you just triggered a memory for me. Summeriest thing because you're basically playing as a kid who's coming to the end of his summer holidays with a group of friends, having like a little summer adventure. It's like a three-hour mini game. Mm. At the start of Kingdom Hearts the 2. That's collecting coconuts and everything, isn't it? No, that's the no, first that's one. The first oh, Kingdom okay, Hearts. the first one. That's also very summery. Yeah. Uh, the vibe of Kingdom Hearts in general, I think, is quite summery. Mm. Uh, but specifically the Roxas prologue to yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2. It's just a summer holiday. Yeah. In, in condensed into Because they have to do their game. homework, don't they? They're always just like, oh, we have to work on the assignment this week <laughs> now. So that's what you're doing for your little adventure side yeah. quest things. It's, it's really good. That's a great shout. Oh, I think that's a lovely little collection of games. And if you want something scary, the quarry. Thank you. Because that's the end of the summer where they're all stuck in a quarry. So I'm going to end us there and move on to the next section, which is comments of the week. So stay tuned. <laughs> Okay, it's time to sing. You know what to do. Let's go. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for comments of the week. Well done, everybody. That was very smooth and delicious. So, comments of the week this week. Um, I am just going to read them. They've been collected up by Alex, and I'm trying to remember what they are, and I can't, so it's a surprise <laughs> for me too. Uh, we have from a user, do you have any grapes on the Dave Solo stream? Hashtag VOD Squad. VOD Squad. We don't say VOD Squad. No. I just heard hashtag. We, yeah. yeah. We both were wrong. Yeah, right? we were both wrong. Rob won. Yeah. Rob won. Hashtag Pod Squad. Pod Squad. Thank you. If you could change one movie into a game, which would it be? Love you guys. Your banter and genuine enthusiasm for games never fails to cheer me up. And I've been watching you guys since Rob had hair. So that's saying something. Amazing to see how far this channel has come. Keep up the good work. So all of that was unnecessary. You just needed the first bit, didn't you? Just needed, if there was a movie you could turn into a game, what would it be? Yeah. I would turn The Lord of the Rings into a game. I would turn it into a massive... You mean specifically that story? Well, wait, because it's one movie. One movie. Are you going to yeah, do... One which movie. one are you going to do? They exist as like the, the PlayStation 2 games. That's true. The oh, trilogy. Yeah, they exist as the place yeah, there's so nice. many games on Lord of the Rings. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically about a very specific game I would like. Okay, <laughs> A big open world Skyrim style RPG set in Middle Earth. Yeah. Okay. Please. Uh, and are you Frodo? Or are you just in the Not world? Not necessarily. You can choose your own character. You can choose whether you want to be an elf, a dwarf, a human, a yeah. hobbit, an ent maybe. Uh, and you just have oh. you go around having an adventure in Middle Earth. Oh, but wouldn't it be cool to be one of the Nazgul? Yeah, trying maybe to you track could be the an ring. orc or a Nazgul. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to catch or a wizard it. or a wizard. I feel like wizard would be too powerful. Yeah. I love the idea. Yeah, what if there's just somewhere in the in the world are the Fellowship of the Ring? You don't know where they are. You got to try oh, and find them. You're thinking too much about it. Now. That would be great. I just want I, I just love want it. an open world RPG. Skyrim style set right. in Middle Earth. Is that too much to ask? It's just for? so it's just Skyrim, <laughs> and they've just crossed it out and written Middle Earth. And then you—that's if I just if I just booted up Skyrim now and said, "Rob, it's Middle Earth," you'd be like, "Excellent, <laughs> <laughs> we did it." Just change the names, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. <laughs> we got him. I think I would vote Pacific Rim, and I'd want it as a fighting game. So like um, doing beatdowns on that's kaiju's, the big, the big robots, right? Yeah, robot. It, it, I ro- mean. The game, you know, again, Final Fantasy 16, it's 
exactly. could fulfill some of those wishes for you. This is this is what it's based on. They're big robots. No, no, no. It's like, oh. like a kaiju battler. Honestly, right. the the icon fight. They're amazing. Like I I press amazing. more I press more buttons in those because I really like them. Um, but yeah, the Pacific Pacific Rim in the style of kind of that as just massive um, fighting games where you're going like you're a Jaeger going against a kaiju and then every one you unlock you can maybe play as as well and have kind of like a storyline where you've got to take everything down and work in teams that sort of thing. And it'd have a spin off multiplayer which is exactly the same as Evolve except you have a you have a, a team working in a Jaeger instead of a team on the ground and then you've got to chase a, chase a monster that can fight back. <laughs> so there. Yeah, so, there. <laughs> so mine would be Evolve crossed out Pacific right. Rim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, Rosie. What game are you changing the name of to fit a movie <laughs> franchise you like? Well, I, I, like? I don't know why, but when this question was asked, I thought of Spirited Away. Um, oh, like lovely. Yeah. Doing that is a really fun, maybe an RPG, because when you're Chihiro... So she's crossing out Nino Kuni. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I was like, you could do that, and then you could have like random encounters from different spirits, you know, as you're making your way to the the other world and to the hotel and stuff. When you're at the hotel, when Chihiro's working there for a bit, you can have side quests with all the different residents, and you do multiple different chores and stuff to develop your character. Um, there can be little platforming segments and little... Uh, like stealthy sneak moments you know when a character's just doing something but they every now and then will turn their head very obviously and be like hmm? and then that's when you have to like, <laughs> like feels hide. like you've given this a lot of thought literally already, while you really. guys have been talking I've just been like the idea's just been blossoming more in my head and I've just been like <laughs> I can see this so. <laughs> it's happening so I can see this so my point would be like a RPG of Spirited Away with fun little platforming bits just a little and yeah little fun variety trinket trinkets here and there I think I, well, I'm crossing out Observer <laughs> writing Blade Runner uh, for sure which I've already said but definitely like some, the other thing that came to mind is because um, I was thinking like oh I just love mysteries and solving puzzles and things and like what movies have lo- lo- stuff like that in and uh, yeah Blade Runner I think could be a good one or, or maybe Seven which would be a bit Maybe a bit too dark, but I just want to be on the case. Oh, you know, mm. like a, imagine like a like Telltale rain. style, that's or yeah, like a yeah. Animate too. That's 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 what you're. That's what you're crossing out to get no, to get bit, that. That's, that's like a, seven. Like a so supernatural element. Whereas Cross this is seven. much more like right. just one serial killer. Ooh. Like like the heavy rain. Yeah. You know, like mm. or another something like that. Where I want to be a really good detective and just like stuff's happening and I'm I've got to crack the cake. I've got the, and there's a time limit. That's yeah. the good thing about Seven as well, is the sort of, you know... Oh, it's a bit like a bit L.A. Noir flavoured, but... Yeah, but, but I, but I, I used to be more... I just love the aesthetic of Seven, and yeah. um, it needs to be dark like that. And, mm. the, you know, Blade Runner is more... It's just like a sci-fi version of that world in a way really it's just yeah. always raining mm. it's got to be always raining and dark and everyone's sad yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd also love to see just because this one's just come to me as well the last unicorn as a dark narrative adventure like bramble the mountain king or um little nightmares i'd cross those out and put the last unicorn as like a dark 80s one that would be so fun like with being like the balrog looking around for you as you're a little unicorn trying to get away or the harpy coming down so good it's it's really good it's really scary it's scarier than most things it's like you know how all dogs scarier than most things yeah you know like all dogs go to heaven and, yeah. and Don Bluth animation yeah. it's that style right. where it's where it seems very lovely but then it goes all secrets of Nim on you and right. it's actually like oh my god everything's terrible and horrible yeah 
Um, our next comment is from Darren Law on the Greatest Game Reveals podcast. Who says hashtag Pod Squad. Pod squad. Do you ever celebrate in a special way when you earn a meaningful platinum trophy? I worked for months on end to earn the Red Dead 2 Platinum. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so when I knew I was going to get it, I bought myself a load of PlayStation and Western-themed gifts. Then I took the day off work and my wife and I had our own platinum party when the trophy popped. <laughs> and ever do, ever do anything like that? And I can say I've never done anything like that, but I'm so happy for you oh, that I you did a platinum party. I want a platinum party. Yeah, the best thing we can do is have a live stream. Yeah. Which yeah. Which is a little bit kind of yeah. like, you know, self-congratulatory. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I did it. Yeah. Um, but I, which I also fully respect, but no, that sounds amazing. I feel like I'm doing Platinums wrong because I don't have that many. Yeah. I could have, I should have been You should be making, making a party. More out of them. Getting yourself yeah. gifts, man. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I love that your wife was in as well and you're there with like party rings, like woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to try and invite my wife to a Platinum Trophy party and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've taken the day off work. You've what? <laughs> <laughs> we've got another one from uh, The Dark Con Rises Diablo 4 Couch Co-op Quest stream this comes from hashtag pod squad. Pod, squad. pod squad all the talk of meet and greets in this stream reminded me of what a pleasure it was to meet and chat with you Rob uh, at the Last of Us Part One launch. Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to get a reaction out of you there. Have you? You've got to stop trying to get a reaction out uh, of him. <laughs> at the Last of Us Part One launch. Sorry for being such an awkward conversationalist. I was truly starstruck by the encounter, and then was too embarrassed by it to approach Ash or Dave. A very belated thank you for putting me on such an awesome. A very belated thank you for, to, to you for putting on such an awesome event and live podcast. Hope to meet you all if you ever do another live podcast recording. Never feel embarrassed to say hello. Never. Oh, my God. What was that person called? They were called the Dark Con Rises. I don't remember meeting anyone called Dark Con Rises. <laughs> uh, but neither do I remember having any interactions that were even remotely awkward. So I, I would not feel even remotely embarrassed about no. that. Uh, everyone I spoke to at that event was just very, very nice. Mm. So whoever you were, whichever one of those people you were, Darkcon Rises, it was lovely to chat to you as well. And then don't ever feel embarrassed. No, come over. If anybody's going to be embarrassed, it'll be me at the end of it because I won't stop talking. And you'll be like, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me go. And you're like, no, let's talk about this. <laughs> have you heard of horror games? <laughs> uh, we've got one from J. Tony Evo who says, what makes the perfect RPG pod? He says, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. I spotted Ash rocking out to Trash Boat on the big screen at Slam Dunk what was your favourite band there mine was Enter Shikari the stage production was incredible wait oh. you're on the big screen yeah wait this was I was. did you pick out this comment Ash I didn't Alex put this one on and I thought I need did to did you like Alex pick out this comment no. hey, so I can talk about I'm like oh, but I was on the, the big screen yeah. I, it's, they put like cameras in the crowd and it was very embarrassing because like Trash Boat are one of my favourite bands ever and I was like screaming because I was so excited <laughs> so it's just me with my arms in the air going because ah! <laughs> uh, I was like right at the back of like the, the mosh pit I was just standing there like just shoving some people going ah! um, so I'm really sorry that you saw that shoving some people yeah that's what you do at a rock show oh, yeah. it just sounds really whenever you tell me about these just, mosh pits yeah it just sounds very scary to me. No, I didn't go to Outbreak this year, and that's the one that actually like people break their noses at and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, did, I would have I would have taken some pictures for you there. But Slam Dunk's very it's just 
just shoves. It's just very just gentle, just just little, jostling. Yeah, there's a there's a an artist called Scene Queen as well who has a a, a song where she uh, appropriates the circle pit into a twerkle pit. So <laughs> instead of everybody like running around and pushing each other, you have to jump in the middle and start and shaking your ass. Yeah, uh, now, I liked that a lot. <laughs> I was still shoving people just with my ass, like get out of the way. Uh, well, every, everyone is twerking. Yeah, just everyone. Everyone. Yeah, honestly, it's just butt cheeks everywhere. Genuinely, it's great. <laughs> Right. Uh, but no, it was, a, it was a really good event. I really enjoyed it. And my favourite boat was Trash Boat. So my favourite band was Trash Boat. So and your favourite boat. And your favourite boat, yeah. yeah. Favorite boat made of trash. And then uh, for our last one, we've got Mumongu Gaming from the Greatest Game Reveals pod. He says, hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. On the theme of holidays, which gaming world would you like to go on holiday or vacation in? Uh, are probably any of the nice ones we've mentioned that it's like all of the sunny beaches yeah, yeah. like Destiny Island from yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1 the that's... Kingdom Hearts 1 Island I was literally just yeah, thinking yeah I mean that's like just a teenager's paradise yeah, yeah. what about Dead Island before before <laughs> you'll know what about Dead Island with all before the zombies the, before the outbreak <laughs> I don't know what the rules are or Just just Cause 3 mm. Far Cry 3 oh. you're picking some some te- scary places here yeah. but they're beautiful as well <laughs> Yeah, you could just have like yeah, Destiny Islands where nothing bad happens, apart from like a big sixty foot shadow monster comes and sucks it all into a cosmic void. That's yeah, quite but bad. you just leave before that happens. Yeah, you just have a little holiday, then go. Yeah. Besaid, Besaid Island in Final Fantasy X always comes oh. up. Classic. Camarocho, if you want to have a, a holiday of just doing loads of fun stuff like the arcade, bowling, karaoke, like I think I'd go inside the PlayStation. You could basically go there, you know. Well, I suppose you can go to a lot of these places, basically. But yeah, yeah. but but specifically Camarocho because I want to walk around and be like, that's exactly where I thought it was. That's exactly where I thought it was. That's the shop. That's the pharmacy shop. It's exactly where I thought it was. Oh my god, that's so I just loved someone getting excited about that's the pharmacy shop. <laughs> it was that's like when we one. did the, the Christmas maze challenge for Yakuza Zero, and then you were like, oh, you're never gonna get this. I was like, it's the shop. I know exactly. But let's go. <laughs> like, I want to do. Crazy. that but just in real life I just want to just go to Camarocho and be like oh, it's just like the video game oh that'd be so nice I would I would love that for you genuinely thank you but I would also love to go inside the PlayStation to hang out with Astro and his oh, pals oh, Astro B fair point yeah. Like with a little floaty. Oh yeah, that's a great shout. That's yeah. a great shout. That water day. slide that goes into that level. Yeah. Mm. That's great. So and good. And skating through the ice level. Exactly. Oh. There's everything, and there's the frog like spa as well, yeah. so you can go to a spa in, in a, your frog that's suit. That's a very good shout. So that you would win. be nice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that is the end of our the main bulk of our podcast. So let's finish up this section and go to before we go. <laughs> Okay, here we are, everybody. We're in before we go. Has anybody been up to anything exciting, huh? I've just, I've been enjoying two series that I would softly recommend to you all. uh, Both on Apple TV, one called Silo, Mm. one called Foundation. And um, they've really got like a theme, like Severance, Silo, Foundation. Yeah, they they know what they're doing. And yeah, Foundation is like really high sci-fi. I think it's based on a book by Isaac Asimov, maybe, which I haven't read ever. But in my head, he's quite... He comes up a lot. Intense sci-fi. Isaac Asimov is who Dead Space Isaac was based on. Oh, really? Well, like the the name. And it stars... It's a mix mix of him and Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, Arthur Clarke. Jared Jared Harris. Uh, and I love Jared Harris. He's in Foundation, and then Silo is sort of like. Um, I was, like I learned the other day that Jared Harris is the son of Richard Harris. I had no idea. No way. I, had oh, I no just learned that idea. now. <laughs> when you said it, I yeah. had no idea. And then Silo is more like um, a bit like Fallout Shelter. Mm. Imagine 
all these people live in a silo. They don't know why they live there. They don't know what's outside. And like it's full of corn. It's bigger than a corn silo. What? What? <laughs> what other silos are there? Like, like a missile silo, but bigger than that. But like, like in that where the missile would be. Yeah, but it's for people. But how many people are in there? Ten thousand. Ten thousand people in a yeah. missile hole. And they live in like a, this whole world, which is a tube. So they, you know, they, they've got steps up the middle. It's really good. It's like really interesting. And like, it's very fallout shelter in a way, really, because all their technology is from a certain time. Mm. And obviously they know that they're not allowed to go outside. They don't know why. They don't know why they're there. They don't know what happened. They don't know anything about the outside world. They don't know what it's like, what it was like. It's good. It's good. And it's a sort of, that's about that, but it's also really about a mystery of what about, there's also a crime that happens in the silo. Someone is trying to solve. Did someone steal all the corn? Well, there's no, I haven't seen much corn, so I assume so. (laughs) It's gone somewhere. (laughs) If you're looking for some recommendations and things to watch, that is good. And if if you're getting Apple TV for either of those, make sure you watch Severance because Mm. I love it. Did you watch Severance, Rob? No. I think you'd like Severance. I don't have Apple TV. You can get a free trial with PlayStation. Yeah. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> I've just, just three things I think you'd really like. Three. Yeah, but Final Fantasy 16, Dave. Yeah. And Oxen Free. And the other one. <laughs> Oxen Path <laughs> Traveler 2. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah, too many enough. games to be watching all these TV shows. Fair enough. And speaking of having too many games to play, we are going to go off and play some games. So the podcast is unfortunately ending. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening. If you want to see more of us, head over to the YouTube channel and see our lovely videos on PlayStation Access. If you're already watching on the YouTube channel, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, check out this podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your favourite podcasts from exactly we'll be there we're available on all these audio platforms and you can leave us a lovely review if you fancy it that would be ace as well but yeah thank you so much for being here thank you for watching for listening and we'll be back in two weeks with another podcast episode see you soon bye bye